Welcome to the Modern CPA Success Show, where we're 100% focused on helping accounting firms achieve success. If you're an accounting firm owner who wants to learn how to provide virtual CFO services, then this podcast is for you. All right, welcome to a very special podcast. Today we have Jake and Adam joining us again, but this time from Orlando. So they've jumped on the phone call in between some roller coasters. So um, they're gonna talk to us about what they're doing down in Orlando. So we'll start with you, Jake. What are you guys doing down there? Uh, so we joined, uh, we found a IT conference. It's called Live 360. That really brings up together a bunch of different topics in the IT world, Microsoft world predominantly that we felt like was really relevant for a lot of the different things that we're looking at as a firm, the different projects and efficiencies we're trying to bring for our team and for our clients, and just uh, security issues too, making sure that we're always kind of staying in tune with what's going on from that perspective, what new features that are out there from a Microsoft perspective to make sure we're keeping our our stuff locked up. Yeah, I think the big thing here with, uh, you know, in terms of the the seminar that we're at right now, it's a little bit different. Most of the time we're going to accounting uh, centric software, CPE kind of stuff, you know, like QuickBooks Connect, stuff like that, where we're looking at software that pertains to our industry and, and solves a specific piece. This is more on the back end, the DevOps side. As Jake mentioned, it's got Microsoft here, a lot of SQL. So things to do with the data and how we push it together and do it in a secure fashion. So it's it's kind of a unique opportunity. We're definitely the oddballs in the group being like non-tech first kind of, uh, of a focus, but it's really cool to be around these folks and see all the great things that they're doing, both on the security front and on the data mining side. And I'm pretty excited about what we might be able to, to bring back and do with the firm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So our, our last podcast, we talked about how one of one of Summit's strengths is we're not afraid to move on. So if we, if we're using a tool, even if we've only been using it for three months, we're willing to, to jump on to the next best thing. So what can I expect when you guys come back to the office and what kind of changes will I be seeing? So at least for me personally, as we've been going through this conference, as I said, there's, I think there's, they, they call it like lanes of topics. There's, I think, six different lanes. The three ones, the three big ones that apply for us uh, specifically is Office 365 and SharePoint, some of the Power BI reporting abilities, SQL Server stuff, and then security stuff. So in terms of upcoming changes, you know, what I've been kind of looking at and curious about is on the Office 365 and SharePoint, just, you know, we, we do use Microsoft platforms for all of our, our stuff, basically. So kind of better utilizing all the different applications that they have available to us. So we are looking at moving from Dropbox that we use currently for our file storage to SharePoint and uh, some of the different things that we can structure inside of there. The one thing that we're considering now from being at this conference is switching from Slack to using Teams, Microsoft Teams, um, for just a little bit better collaboration with with our team and, and just overall file structure um, and you know, just kind of pieces, you know, once again, all those different software tools that we use together. From a reporting standpoint, I'm looking at Power BI. Uh, pretty heavily, just seeing what else is out there, you know, how to better utilize that software platform. And if that's something that is a better ease of use for my for my team from a reporting standpoint. So, I mean, those are probably the three biggest ones that, you know, coming out of this conference that we're going to be probably heavily testing 
and potentially putting in the pipeline for future changes in the, in the near future. Yeah, Jake and I were talking. I mean, we, we definitely are still a best in breed kind of software, you know, and whenever it comes to software, that's kind of our take, right? We want to make sure that we're we're getting the best of each piece. But there is a lot of stuff, a lot of gain within the Microsoft platform as it relates to things like SharePoint and Teams seems really cool. I mean, it's got a lot of stuff for like noise reduction in the background, you know, screen drops. It, it works very, it might be able to replace our virtual office even one of these days. So we might be able to take both Slack and our virtual office and combine it into using Teams, deliver meetings with clients that way. So maybe take out GoToMeeting. So, and it's all under the same model in terms of the price and everything. It could be a huge savings and works together, obviously. So I think those are all really big as it relates to Teams specifically for me. That's the thing that I've been kind of hanging on to. And then as uh, Jake mentioned, Power BI, it's been a beast for a long time. I think one of the things that intrigues us now is one it's a lot more affordable than it used to be and surprisingly it's even more flexible than it was before i mean that was never a hang-up for us a while back but it's pretty amazing and user-friendly even i can use it which is cool and build stuff so uh as you two know that's that means a lot so pretty exciting stuff i mean it doesn't look quite as cute as i'd like it to so you know that's important the visuals but it's definitely super flexible. So pretty excited about Power BI and what it can do for us on the back end anyway. So you're saying if we were on team right now, we wouldn't hear your cartoons playing in the background like we do right currently? That's Jake's background, by the way. Yes, that's what I was going to say. That's right. We don't have to hear Looney Tunes in the background. if we. And, and you wouldn't have to see like, uh, I know y'all can't see it, but you, know, you wouldn't have to see the, the TV in the background of Jake either, so. Nice. Good no, spot, by the way, Jake. Yeah. I, mean, I think I picked, picked, it's like a, it's just a little thing in front of a door. So it's not, <laughs> not anything crazy. Yeah. Jake's like, oh, I got to do a podcast. I should go somewhere quiet. So he sits right in front of the this, TV. This, that's, no, that's not the noise. That's just in the hotel, the above. Um, that's just the ambiance that they have in the hotel. There's really nowhere to go. Nice. With this conference, all the rooms are either locked or they're in, uh, they're in meetings right now. So. It's the, the power of being virtual. You can yes. do a podcast or work from anywhere. So that, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So um, I'd like to hear a little bit more about SharePoint. Um, I've used SharePoint in the past, and I know um, Summit originally didn't use SharePoint. We've kind of moved our providers for a lot of our files three times now. But I'm just curious, like, what's the what's the advantage of SharePoint, and um, why, are we, why are we moving in that direction? Yeah, um, the biggest thing is kind of getting all of our platforms under kind of one house. Uh, Microsoft, from a security standpoint, has done a really great job of putting together a platform that can identify potential issues. And when you have those things kind of all working in the same house, we can catch those flags. Uh, That's probably one of the biggest things advantage-wise. It's not that we, in Dropbox, I I feel like we're really secure with how we kind of handle our stuff now, but just that other added layer protection plus there's some reporting built into Microsoft that like uh, tells you security scores. That's, you know, and it, it goes into very detailed areas that you can improve upon. So, and that's the kind of thing that we don't have as much visibility into now. That's one big thing. The other is I feel like it's a little bit better from a collaboration standpoint, especially with Office 365 and being able to use Excel online and, and Word online, whatever. Um, they're, they're trying to kind of mirror a little bit of like Google applications, like Google Sheets, where people can hop into an Excel sheet and work on it at the same time. So a lot more flexibility from that standpoint as well. Um, kind of the two biggest, biggest factors of that. 
which is the same reason why Teams would be so good because mm-hmm. you, you're able to move emails directly into your channels, which is really nice. Work on documents collaboratively um, using SharePoint and everything. And let's be honest, like there's another reason. It's also kind of already included in our 365 platform. So we save a bunch of money. Don't And don't get me wrong, like one of the best moves we made was moving our file server from from a traditional server over to Dropbox super expensive always had problems and then if it wasn't the file server issues it was usually the the applications and everything so whenever we made that effort to move all of our stuff to the cloud in terms of our applications moving the file server to the cloud was a huge win for us both in cost savings and headache and so this just seems kind of like a a nice next step and as jake mentioned security is a big thing i mean for us that's you know got to be the focal point and with Microsoft, we in that integration, we definitely get to probably step up the security a little bit with the conversion. So that'll be good. Great. Yeah, I know. It sounds, sounds exciting. I'm excited to um, to move on. Like I said, I've used SharePoint in the past, and I think the integration is, is huge. You know, just the fact that everything's in a Microsoft um, platform, it makes it easier to, to communicate and also um, move from file to file and all that good stuff. So that's been very helpful. So let's talk a little bit about, um, just to move on from the conference a little bit. So um, how did you guys get down there? And like, is this something, I know the answer to this, but I'm curious if our listeners want to know, like, what is our CPE policy and how do we help our employees get um, this type of training? Yeah, so for us, I mean, we like to sit down with everybody at the beginning of the year and kind of map out what they want to do. You know, whenever we're working with them on their annual review, we talk about, you know, what do they want to work on in the future? What skills do you think they need to develop? Those kind of things. But in terms of the financial aspects of it and coordinating everything, we turn that over to the team. So, you know, we'll talk about those things. If we see those things out via email or what have you on the web, then, you know, I might reach out to you, Jamie, and say, hey, you know, I remember you talking about XYZ. I found a great conference for you. But from a financial perspective, we do PEX cards. So, Everybody gets a little bit of money loaded onto a prepaid card and you're in control of that. So you can, you know, as it relates to CPE specifically, you know, we always tell our team, you know, grab one of those $4.99 a year, get as much CPE as you can, you know, make sure that you hit all your requirements for your license and all that kind of good stuff. And then save the rest of the money to go to a high impact conference. You know, Jake chose this one here in Orlando. I think it's because he really likes Disney World, but, um, you know, outside of Disney, you know, I think it definitely is going to fit the development skills and that we wouldn't find this conference in our CPE stuff, right? Like this just doesn't exist, but it's something that's super important. It's really going to help the IT team. It's going to help Jake and, and obviously the company as well. So having the ability for him just to kind of go out and search whatever he wants to pay for it, it's a no brainer for us. And then are there three of you there or four of you? How many um, people from Summit are at the conference? Three of us. So we have Patrick with us. We were trying to get two more uh, with our IT team to join, but just with other things going on, they weren't able to come for this week. So we're sad that we couldn't get everyone here, but um, there's three of us kind of trying to soak in as much of content as we can. Yeah, I think that's that's the other part that's really great about the way Summit does it is is um, you can you can travel in groups. So a lot of times you'll see uh, you know three or four people out of the office in, in different locations and really getting to know each other. And that's that's one of the advantages of our distributed office is you get to know people via video, but you don't always get to see them in person. So if there's a conference in um, 
Los Angeles or Florida or somewhere in New York that everybody wants to go to, they can group together and say, Hey, let's pull our funds and let's, let's go to that conference and, and get out there and get to hang out a little bit. So that that's cool that the three of you are out there and having a good time. So. Oh yeah. Escape room is on the agenda tomorrow. So you want to talk about bonding, get locked into a room for an hour and have to like figure your way out. Luckily it's the tech team. So they should, yeah, they should be able to, to get right through it. But Adam yeah. didn't tell us this yet, but it's a, it's a job performance uh, test that we're running through. That's right. <laughs> I was going to say, you guys are three smart guys and you're all uh, super competitive. So I think you'll be uh, bragging about how fast it took you to get out of that, comp- out of that room. So it's yep. so always, which one's the hardest and how fast can we get out? So yeah, no, that kind of stuff's really important too. I mean, that's a great point. I mean, culture goes hand in hand with the education as well. I mean, you know, in order to stay high impact in your position, you got to be curious about what you do. You got to have a little bit of a passion for what you do and being able to have the opportunity to go out and find your own education, not to check a box for a state society is really important. And it get, and it becomes more meaningful whenever you're able to, you know, take a few friends from the team and have them join you and mix a little fun in with the, you know, with the learning. Definitely a, a much better experience for sure. The weather helps too. So it's uh, pretty warm down here. I'm in shorts. So loving that right now. Nice. I'm wearing three shirts, 30 <laughs> degrees here in Colorado. Yeah. So you talked about the uh, education PEX card and I know uh, Summit uses PEX cards quite a bit. Can you talk about the other ways we use PEX card and how that helps the employees? Yeah. On the tech stipend side. So similar to how we work the education side, we have another PEX card that we give the team and we load that with, uh, I think about 200 bucks a month is what everybody gets. And that $200 is tax-free and the team is free to spend that money on anything home office driven. So if you want to buy a different chair, a standing desk, a new headset, whatever, you can use it towards your cell phone because a lot of times our team will use their cell phone as their, their primary phone, although they have a soft phone. You can use it towards your internet. And most importantly, the primary purpose of it is to to handle your machine. So that's our, our most important tool in our tool bag is making sure that we have the latest and greatest in terms of a computer. And so whenever you sign on at Summit, we hook you up with a, a really nice machine right out of the gate that you can either purchase or you can lease. And that lease can come out of your, your PEX card. You know, we can just directly take that off of there. So... Yeah, I know. For me, it's always something or I'm, I'm, I'm an accountant, so I'm always a little frugal. So I always hesitate buying things. But having that PEX card has definitely helped me make some purchases that have made me more efficient and also things I've appreciated. Um, recently, I bought a, um, a Surface tablet that I use for taking notes and talking about, um, you know, Microsoft. I use it for OneNote and take all my notes in there now and they're all integrated in one place. And that's been super helpful. Um, so, Jake, any uh, cool purchases you, you've made with your uh, PEX card? I don't know. A year ago, I bought a really nice standing desk. That was one that um, I really enjoy. Um, I do have a Surface as well. I, I had that previously, but I bought a couple of things for it recently to do the note taking. I bought like a, a smart pencil for it and um, a couple other things just to kind of help from a, a note taking perspective. Those are probably the two biggest ones. I did save up for a while and bought a pretty hardware heavy desktop computer that I use at, at my home office for uh, processing a lot of. Uh, Excel files predominantly. So those are probably the two biggest ones for me. So the computer nerd has three computers is what I just heard. So I I do. Um, I, have, yeah, I have a little Surface. I have a laptop and then uh, my desktop. Yep. The standing desk was definitely a quality purchase with the little stool. That's nice. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, people are pretty creative on our team. They come up with all kinds of uh, really cool things to, to use that money on. And, and that's great. I mean, in terms of from a business owner perspective, you know, being distributed has a lot of advantages to it. And one of them is we're able to control some of those costs. So instead of people just asking for things and things breaking down randomly, putting that budgetary item back on their plate so that they can kind of, you know, they get to decide what's important, what's not important. And then as an employer, we're able to, you know, set those boundaries and know what to expect from an education standpoint. We know what to expect from a technical office supply standpoint. So being able to lock those things in place is pretty important. Did you use that money to buy your golf course fathead that's behind your, um, at your house, Adam? Of course. That's a, <laughs> that's an office essential. Everyone should have one. It always, every time you talk to Adam on video, it looks like he's at a sunny golf course and behind him, nice greens, people playing. So it's always a, it's a very good purchase. Yes, it is. It's makes me feel good. I can look into my camera, see that nice sunny golf course. It's uh it pumps me up for the day. It gets me my, uh, my sunshine. All right. So one final question for each of you, I'll start with you, Jake. So which is your favorite park down at Disney world and which is your favorite ride? So so my, my, my family came down Saturday and Sunday before this conference. So we, we hit up Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. My favorite ride actually was probably at Hollywood Studios, and it was the Slinky, the new Slinky Dash ride. So it was pretty fun. Uh, the kids enjoyed it. I am looking at the Star Wars land at Hollywood Studios. is pretty cool. I'm a pretty big Star Wars nerd. I've been getting into the new Mandalorian show. So that was cool to walk around and see. I'm excited for the new ride. It was a ride that's opening in like three weeks. So I was kind of disappointed that this conference couldn't wait like a month um, to come down here uh, for that next ride to open up. But those are probably the two biggest things that I took away from heading to the parks. What about you, Adam? I've been working. I don't know what I don't know what this guy's been doing. (laughs) I've been I've been working hard at the conference, learning a bunch of different stuff. No, we uh, actually the only one that I've been to so far is Hollywood Studios. So planning on hitting a couple more the next uh, day or two and then going to Universal. So TBD, but for right now, I think the Star Wars one at Hollywood Studios was probably my favorite. Although I missed Indiana Jones stunt one and I heard that's pretty amazing too. Not really a ride, but more of an attraction. So. No, it's, it's pretty cool. They definitely show one whole scene from the movie and kind of show you how they do it, which is which is pretty fun to watch. So yeah, you missed out, man. Yep. I know. Too much I work. Know. I was working hard at the conference. What can I say, Jake? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I said it was Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> been been plugging hard at the conference too. Awesome. Well, I definitely appreciate you guys joining us um, from your conference. And I think we got a lot out of today's conversation. And I, um, like I said, uh, definitely excited for you guys to come back to, to work through all the changes. But I uh, appreciate your time and uh, thanks for joining the show. All right. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, Jamie. Talk to you later. Enjoy this episode? Visit our website at summitcpa.net to get more tips and strategies for achieving modern CPA firm success. We're here to be a resource in this ever-changing industry. 